0: Hey guys, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I was going to go in-depth into Neville's 1971 lecture, The Perfect Law of Liberty. I'm still going to talk about it, but not go as in-depth as I as I plan to because there's no need to to get my point across. Uh, the law of liberty is not a separate law like the law of assumption. It's not some new thing you have to learn. It's, it's a term used in the Bible in the New Testament. And Neville quotes that verse from James, where it says, uh, I'll just read the quote, be doers of the word and not hearers only. For he who is a hearer and not a doer is like a man who observes his natural face in the mirror, then goes his way, and at once forgets what he is like. But he who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, he'll be blessed in his doing. And that's not Uh, A separate law, a new thing you have to learn. That's imagination. Neville refers to the law of assumption. And throughout his lectures, he talks about the law and the promise. And there's freedom in both. There's freedom in the law of assumption. And he says, that'll get you through this world of Caesar. Anything you want to experience, assume that you are that person that you are experiencing that now. Assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled and sustain that feeling and you will experience. What happens in the physical arena always reflects what you're imagining. So change what you're imagining. Look into this perfect law of liberty, your imagination. If you don't like what you see, you can't change the mirror. You can't break the mirror. You change your face. Change your concept of self. Also from this lecture, he says the rich man, the poor man, the beggar man, the thief, are not different minds, but simply different arrangements of the same mind. There's only God in this world. So when you say I am and I say I am, it's the same God. But we have arranged the structure of our mind differently. We have different concepts of self. That's all but not one is better because he is richer than the one who is poor. These are only different arrangements of the structure of the mind. A good friend of mine and I talk about the law and the promise quite often, mainly about the law. And it's funny now when we start to talk and he'll bring up something and he'll catch himself. <laughs> he'll see the expression on my face and... And he knows the answer. He'll answer himself before I get a chance to say anything. He knows it always comes back to concept of self. And when I first met him, yeah, there was a lot of crap that he was holding on to. A lot of regret and shame. Shame over his sexual orientation and regret over things, choices he'd made in life. And he was still identifying himself currently based on all of these things from the past. And every time we talk, I imagine lovingly for him. I revise what he's saying as he's saying it. I imagine him in a lovelier state, thriving financially, and thriving in health and relationships in every way. I see him radiant and fulfilled. I love my friend. And every time we talk, I see, I can tell the difference. These things that used to chain him down and imprison him are falling away. And I was talking to him today about that, how everything is, it's self-imprisonment. We put ourselves in prison, imprison ourselves with debt, this feeling of the inability to get out of it. We imagine ourselves poor or unhealthy, unloved. We hold on to things from the past and we fill our minds with shame and embarrassment and regret. But all of that can be shaken off, simply by moving into a new state of mind, a new state of consciousness. And it does not take work, it's not hard. It may seem that, I know from experience; it, it could seem hard, but if you change your assumption about it being hard, it changes too. When we're thinking small and separate and that there, there is a God that's separate from us, if there is a God at all, things have to be difficult. We have to take the 12 steps to get to sobriety. We have to go through training to find salvation. You can't just be saved. You have to get communion and uh, baptism and all of these things you have to do according to some rules we've laid down. And even studying Neville, I find folks that want to make it more difficult. No, it's gotta be this way and I have to do all of this. But you've been doing this all of your life, assuming things into existence into your awareness without effort. And this perfect law of liberty that the Bible talks about in that verse that Neville's referring to is your imagination. By simply assuming you are the person you want to be and sustaining that feeling, you can transcend all of these, self, uh, these self-imposed limitations. These things that you thought were stopping you, your financial status, your education, your sexual orientation, the country in which you live, your political party, none of that matters. Zero, unless you give it meaning, and the shit from your past, your regrets, and things that you are feeling shameful about will continue to confront you until you Turn away from that and move into a new state of consciousness. You don't have to keep holding on to it. You can liberate yourself. No one can do it for you. There's freedom in imagination. Freedom to be whoever you want to be. That's what that verse in James is talking about. Don't just hear what I'm talking about or read Neville or listen to his lectures and say, oh yeah, I know. I know imagination creates reality, yeah, but why is this so hard? Why am I still having trouble? Well, what are you imagining right now? What are you imagining about yourself that keeps you holding on to these images, these things that you call your past that you're holding on to? Look into that perfect law of liberty. Look within, in imagination, in the eternal now, right now. What do I want to experience now? How would I feel at this moment if I were financially free? The only freedom that can ever be found is within. And once you experience freedom within, freedom from anything you think is binding you, that's keeping you back, holding you down, you turn within. Neville says, all you need is exactly what you have, for you have the mind of God. It's not a different mind, it's the same mind. And you simply rearrange the mind by a mere assumption what would the feeling be like were it true that i am now the man i want to be now the woman i want to be and it is added but persevere you must persevere in it persevere is the same as persist both words used to mean struggle to me like i would hear those words and think oh that means it's going to be hard (laughs) i have to put up with shit to get through it right and persist, the first definition in the dictionary I use, it implies something like that, May, you know, continuing toward your goal in spite of opposition or, or how hard it is. But I like the sef- second definition of persist, continue to exist, continue to exist. So I assume I am the person I, I want to be. I assume I'm already experiencing financial freedom or a loving relationship. And I persist in that assumption. I continue existing as that person. I'm no longer the other person. I'm no longer in my previous state of consciousness. I am now in this new state of mind where I see the world differently. I behave differently, I react differently. People, when I have mental conversations with people and they come up in my mind and The old conversations I used to have with them mentally have changed because I'm a new person now. I'm existing as this new person. In prayer, the art of believing, Neville says that whatever you want, if you assume the feeling of that wish fulfilled, assume you are that person now and sustain that feeling, the state must be objectified that would have produced that feeling. You don't experience anything in this physical shadow world until you are already experiencing it in an imagination. There is nothing, absolutely nothing that can hold you back except yourself. Another quote from that lecture. So when you go home tonight, try it. Try it every moment of time. You know tonight what you want to be. I don't care what you want to be. It's simply a rearrangement of the mind. And you rearrange the mind, not through any study or any effort. It's simply a mere assumption. What do I want to be? Get it clear in my mind's eye. Well, then, assume that I am it. Don't worry about following a specific set of rules or techniques. Simply assume. Feel the reality of it move into these new states of consciousness, these lovely states of consciousness, no longer identifying yourself with things that you call your past. They're just flashes of images, just memories that you give meaning to, and all you have is right now. So what do you want to be now? Don't wait. What would it feel like to be that person right now? Now sustain that feeling and don't look back. Keep going. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.